Welcome to the Mucked Up My Self Care Podcast. I'm Jill from New York. And I'm Linda from Tasmania. We are two moms from opposite sides of the world who are living, demonstrating, and helping moms across the world fill their self-care asset bank. Ready to dive in? Messy, interrupted, imperfect, and most of all mucked up. Let's get going. Good morning. Good evening. Oh. Hi. <laughs> uh, had a short break for a minute. I know. Oh, it feels good to get back to recording. <laughs> it does. Yes. Yep. We're on to a good thing by the sounds of it. <laughs> so let's start like we always do. Some highs and lows. Muck highs and muck lows. Let's see. I will go ahead and get us started. Um, I'm going to start. I'm going to start with our low today. Um, let's see. Over the weekend, the our dog Onyx. Well, I guess it was like last week she got hurt. I don't know. We had somebody here power washing the house, and she goes crazy when somebody new is here. And it was two days in a row of her going nuts, trying to go through the window to the guy because she just wanted to say hello. So I think she pulled a muscle on her leg and over the weekend she was not doing okay. And it's slowly getting better, but she's now keeping us up every night for the last few nights barking to try and come in our room because we don't let her in our room overnight. And so now we're not getting good sleep and it's almost like having a toddler go back into infancy waking us oh up oh my gosh <laughs> and you see her she just stands there in the hallway barking and then as soon as you open the door she's right there and i'm coming in <laughs> no you're not so this morning i went and slept on the couch with her so it was an early start to the morning i was not thrilled but she's getting better so that's the positive of my low and my high is I started today with our friend Holly in her new author intensive, her level two. And <laughs> at the same time I'm recording this, they are getting ready to like publish our NII level one book that I was a part of. So I'm so excited. It's all kind of like good timing. <sighs> so the book is like making progress i guess we should say yeah how about for you linda that's a great high (laughs) well i think you might have a similar one this week so i think yes i do i almost overlooked it until you mentioned anything (laughs) whoops ah yes my high i hit publish on collection number two for stories with a Sunday roast. Which is amazing, amazing. So it's live. I now have three books on that bookshelf in Amazon, which is incredible to look at. I look I looked at it the other night and I just thought, who? What? Huh? <laughs> Hang on. Oh. And so yeah, it's so cool. And owning a lot more of the fact that I am a writer and I am writing. And that is 
definitely a big part of what I enjoy for self-care and for progress and for career and all the rest of it. I still have that very big belief in the back of my head that you can't do this. It's not a real job. People don't make anything of their lives from this. So that's something to unpack, something to think about, all that other stuff that bubbles up to the surface when we do something like this. So, yes, very exciting. (laughs) And my low, I just felt a bit flat, I think, after a lot of that. I know that I need to definitely get back into a lot more movement and exercise while I've started doing a lot more walking and getting out every day as the weather warms up. I need some really good kick in the bum exercise uh, as well because I can feel and see the fitness just on the back burner as work has needed to become the priority and feeling like I've been concentrating on work a lot and it needs to balance out again a bit. And that happens. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) Yes. I'm right there with you, Linda. I'm (laughs) trying to get my fitness stuff back going up and not on the back burner also. So I took the liberty of having a panic attack the other day, trying to figure out how am I going to get all of this work done that I need to get done because there's a lot happening and still do all the things that I want to do, like add in a workout and not at five o'clock in the morning, instead like a different time of the day and not take oh, away. That would be nice. <laughs> <laughs> I like my five a.m. workouts though. <laughs> oh yes, yeah, yeah, that's right. And um, yeah, yeah. But, I, I was talking to a friend the other day about this and the fact that our mind and sometimes over ambitious type tendencies, which we both have. (laughs) (laughs) They they really, those things are in our mind that we want to do, but then sometimes the brain doesn't have those templates yet as a match or as small steps of a template for us to set into place. And so we keep thinking, why can't I do all these things that I want to do? because they're not matching yet of what we say we want or value or the templates in our brain. So I'm trying to make sure I'm thinking about that because some of the things in my life are not a match for what I value and what I know deep down are important and Mm -hmm. how I want to spend my time and how I want to live my life. Making sure you're all in alignment is key. Sure. Yes, but at the same time. (laughs) Realistically, really? (laughs) That's a nice pipe dream. (laughs) However, yes, and I think for both of us, we both want to have flexibility and the desire to continue to work around our kids and from home a lot of the time that looks like working from home and that looks like 
not perhaps the normal way that society perceives work in the traditional nine to five and those sort of things. It has changed a lot, obviously, since 2020. Mm-hmm. Very <laughs> that much. was a big shift. However, there are definitely competing demands when working from home. For sure. I mean, we've already talked about it too, about how we split ourselves up mm-hmm. and how are we arranging our day to fit in our roles as parent, as uh, somebody who has a work to do as a homeowner as or whatever um as a spouse or not as a spouse as individual as a human being how are we keeping our our time for ourselves flexible to get all that in yeah and keeping our boundaries as well there's that age-old saying that says you know Work like you have no kids and parent like you have no work because it's so difficult at times to be able to do both yeah. uh, successfully and simultaneously. You can. However, in our situation where our work becomes our home and home becomes our work and parenting becomes sitting on our lap while we're typing at the keyboard, mm-hmm. <laughs> there's a lot of blend. Recording a podcast while we're trying to get some kind of work done or even just making dinner. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yep. Yep. And I think as women as well, it's sort of, it's a little bit of a conundrum, I think, because we are still in quite a patriarchal system where a lot of the institutions and work dynamics and structures have been created by men. Let's just be honest. Like that's not trying to be biased or anything like that. A lot of them have been created hundreds of years ago in some, Yeah. yeah, historically. So there's that side of it. And then as feminism has come in, We've been given this opportunity then to have the choice of how we work and where we work and when we work and many of many of those choices now which we are empowered by, empowered yeah. being a very internet buzzy word. <laughs> and so it's sort of a bit of a conflict in the fact that we want choice but then we're also still in a system which is a little bit top down at times. Yeah. And a little bit competitive in the fact that we have a desire to parent while also having a desire to work at the same time. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And the two of those desires are still very valid, are still very simultaneous. They're still very much what we're aiming to achieve. And sometimes we think we can do it all. <laughs> yes. Mm-hmm. <laughs> That's me. Mm-hmm. Um, and it gets very competitive than with yourself too you have this well what do I do and it becomes this like mind game of trying to figure out where who are you going to be today or you know is it worth just giving it all up and going back to just saying I'm not going to work at all but then you know 
you yeah. make that decision, are you going to miss it and feel that need to do something? Because that would be my role. I would mm-hmm. probably mm-hmm. go store crazy without work. Yeah, there's a lot of fulfillment that comes alongside work. There's a lot of empowerment. As again, again, using that word, there's a lot of advancement that we can get in our careers. And then when we have this big gap, and also equally important role as a caregiver, as a nurturer, as a parent, like that, that can't be dismissed as mm-hmm. as a very important role as well. Yeah. I just wonder why I don't necessarily feel satisfied if that is my only role. Mm. Is that because of something that society is telling me? Is that because I know differently? I I don't have a clear answer. Yeah, I know. I, I feel like it was instilled in me to always be able to not be dependent and to be able to participate equally mm-hmm. when it comes to I'm going to say to finances so that means working yep. in this yep. instance so there's a huge responsibility on me because I was brought up with that pressure not just from society mm-hmm. but also from family so yep. I could yep. be independent mm-hmm. Yep. So, the baby boomer, the baby boomer generation was very much a parenting style of you can be anything you want, you can do anything you want, you can be an astronaut, a scientist, a blah blah, nothing can stop you. Let's do it, do it all. So while that was meant for encouragement, like there's no harm in in that in a right. way. However, <laughs> <laughs> Now you get all these mm-hmm. <laughs> millennials thinking <laughs> there's no other option. <laughs> and then in my mind, I'm thinking, well, if I'm a stay-at-home mom and that's all I do, I'm lazy. Even though yep. I know that that's not true. Not at all. No. Yep. Work keeps me busy. Mm-hmm. So that's where I'd prefer to have those dual responsibilities. But then you actually don't, uh, that was always my mind before even having my son. So then you put me in postpartum and I'm panicking that I don't want to go back to work. Mm-hmm. I have to make that decision in my maternity leave. Like, mm-hmm. what are what are we doing? I... I decided I didn't want to go back to that kind of leaving the house, going to a job, having to put him into daycare so I could go do that. Mm-hmm. And that's me. I know. I yeah. I wish I, I almost wish I was one to say I needed to go to work because it would have been, I wonder if it would be different for me. Yeah. Yeah. I would it be? easier to separate would it be easier to go out that door and then be like okay well I'm at work and now this is my time to concentrate and focus and everything else like that or is there still a lot of that guilt I I can't we can't 
offer a completely full opinion here. We can only... And I wish I, I could because I, I mm. wouldn't know what it's like personally yeah. for myself to feel that way too. Mm. I don't know. Mm. Yeah. It's interesting though as well because there. Uh, while I hesitate to go back to the traditional work like like you, we're often working very differently and pulling little snippets of time, which then means there needs to be fairly strict boundaries around that because otherwise you do find yourself doing it at 5 a.m. and 11 p.m. and yep. just do this one more thing and that's actually just as counter productive as well so <laughs> it creates so much burnout mm-hmm. that's what I was doing in the beginning when I was working during sleeping times it's the only time I could work yep. because mm-hmm. and you know it now with pulling and touching everything you're doing so the best time to work is when there are no kids around so it's nap time or bedtime so that lends itself to working until middle of the night and you know unless that is your golden hour to get work done it can be very dangerous and that pressure that we put on ourselves well I didn't get to work today because Mm -hmm. stuff was happening I have to work now is mm-hmm. such unnecessary pressure that we put on ourselves regardless. And it's, yeah, it's icky. And in postpartum, we're already needing to heal or sleep or recharge, or perhaps we're up every hour with a baby at the same time, as well as working as well. So whether you're at home or in an office or climbing Kilimanjaro (laughs) like you're already fatigued while trying to work and unfortunately a lot of that does come back to our role maybe we're breastfeeding overnight or maybe we are the parent that's maybe a little bit more alert to them waking up so the other parent sleeps through so or, or there's, again, the guilt that I've had in the past of, well, you're going to work, so you really need your sleep. And so I'll take care of all the night stuff. Yeah. <laughs> Even though I might be working from home the next day. So okay. boundaries, again, yeah. trying to navigate that as well. And I wonder if or how, sorry, I wonder how the gap would also get closed because do men traditionally need to work like they have no kids and parent like they have no work? Right. I don't think they're given that pressure from society. I think Mm. instead that pressure comes from partners. Yeah. Ben, Ben, took the littles to playgroup the other day and he mentioned in conversation that he got asked if he was a stay-at-home dad and his response was, I'm not sure whether I, how I really wanted to answer that question. Like, do I say that I am and then get the, all the questions after that or do I say right. that I am not and I work flexible hours? Or like, how do I? <laughs> he was like, 
Oh, <laughs> <laughs> I don't know how to answer that question. <laughs> it's really interesting to think about because yeah. do women get asked that same question? I, I don't know. I don't. I've been asked what I do for work, but never am I a stay-at-home mom. Mm-hmm. Same. I get asked a lot, what do you do for yeah. work? Or have you gone back to work yet? Or how are you coping with working and parenting? Or like lots of those questions. Yeah. That's interesting. And I don't know that I've asked it to other people either. I might start asking. Yeah. Because I think I'm the same way. And I said, well, what do you do for work? But I don't because think it's such asked. a it's such a big part of our identity too. Mm-hmm. I, I, I've thought about this for years, the fact that so often that's one of the first questions that people ask. And I wonder, I think I've asked recently, because we did a play date with a friend from school over the summer, and I think the way that I asked the mom was... Are, do you work or do you stay home full time with the kids? I think that's how I asked that question. Yeah, right. Because again, it's, it, this was somebody that I didn't know, but I knew the daughter through school, so like I have no idea. But I, I think I was asking that way, which is, yeah, that's good yeah. to keep on your mind though to ask that way. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Just become a little bit more self-aware of it. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. And it's interesting as well because some people think that they will be a stay-at-home mum or they think that they'll definitely go back to work and then once they actually give birth and are in the postpartum stage, they feel very differently. Very much so. Very much so. There's things to consider, like you said, daycare or what happens when the kids are sick or what happens if I still want to breastfeed, what happens if I want to be there. For whatever the kids are doing. Yeah. What happens if my kid is born with a disability? What happens? There's so many things to to think about. I think we're going to have to revisit some of these topics. I think so. Do you feel the pressure to work like you have no kids and parent like you have no work? I think in the beginning I did. Mm. And then I learned a lot about, like you said, boundaries and, like I said, Mm. the unnecessary pressure and trying to rewrite what it looks like to be a work-from-home mom. Yeah. I think we have the ability to be living proof of it doesn't have to be hard and we don't have to feel the pressure from society around us. Yeah. Yeah. Lots to think about. It is. (laughs) Then uh, as we think about that until uh, next week. We hope you can unstuck your muck. All right.